PKN 392. What's up, boys? How's it going? I'm doing well. How are did you guys? Did you get a haircut, Taylor? I did. Looking sharp. I did. And I felt like, do you ever get like a barber compliment? I guess not a barber. Is a barber only a man? Or no, a woman? A bar- I'm not sure. <clears throat> so a barber has a different license than... Um, so, so you can cut hair, I think, with like a uh, cosmetology license and a barber's license, but you can't break out the razor unless you're a barber. Oh, uh, okay. So then this person is a barber. I just declined the neck shave razor thing, but uh, it's like a men, it's like a, it's, it's called hair saloon for men and they're all over the place around here. And it's like, not very, it's like 20, it's like 30 bucks with the tip and they give okay haircuts, maybe 25, but like. Like it, you, you get like a good feeling when you get compliments at the hair place that hadn't happened in a while. She was like, I hadn't gotten a haircut in like six weeks, seven weeks. And it was starting mm-hmm. to get curly and flippy and bad looking. And like, like to the point I was getting, I don't know if you guys experienced this where my neck thicket connects to my beard. And then there's ear Island. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it connects like that. Oh, uh, I like bring the trimmer like into these corners and get that though. Oh, I know. I, I do that too. I'm just saying if I let it go for a while, it will do that. But the lady was like combing my hair and she was like, my God, this is the <laughs> thickest hair I've seen in years. And I was like, yeah, no big deal. It's pretty gray. So, <laughs> so it's so, um, gray bafflingly quickly. <laughs> so let me tell you a little thing about um, barbers, uh, hairstylists, strippers. Um, and just women in general, <laughs> they'll tell you what you no, want to I, hear. No, but I broke. I one hundred thousand. Have got, you ever had a woman tell you that? Oh, you've got the third biggest dick I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Not one. Yeah, if, if you're like fucking uh, like an actuary. <laughs> no, I, no, you've Kyle, got the biggest dick, gotten... the best dick. Your hair's the thickest. They all say that. Compliments at the barber from other patrons. Or actually, here's what I got that made me feel good. <laughs> Guys in the chair, and and he doesn't have a lot of hair. And he oh, goes, man, you know, he's a black man. it's not right that I'm paying the same for my haircut that he is. <laughs> that was, uh, like, right, I like that. I like that. Well, Kyle, don't you rain on my fucking parade like that. <laughs> you cunt. <laughs> no, it's because my hair is so nice. And I it just looks feel so like, nice like 95% of the audience is like, me and Taylor are... Are, are, are akin now because <laughs> I too am told that by my barber. Everyone listening to this, except for the people who like clearly have issues, um, like like are, have the barbers. Oh, I just can't get my comb through it. Oh, oh, how do you? Wow, you're so. That stripper told sir. me I was cute when I gave her singles, and I was sexy when I gave her fives. I don't right. understand. Ooh, yeah, you get upgraded. Well, and she yeah. never did meet me out back. Yes, I'm bald. <laughs> well, next time we're in real life together, I want. We're going to compare. I guarantee I'm, 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 I'm tripling up your follicles per square inch. It won't be close. First of all, be close. impossible. Second of all, because my, I, I assure you, my stylist tells me, Taylor, very <laughs> thick. Very thick. Ooh, I God, have it on, on good authority. Good. Ooh, I, that's a nice little bulge down there. <laughs> Can I, yeah. maybe uh, I don't know <laughs> if my hair is as thick as you young guys. I, I In high school. Yours is coarse, though. It's like, it's it bristly. Is. I had a guy make fun of me. He said that I didn't need a helmet because I just had a permanent hair helmet. <laughs> it's just like he felt like it had some sort of protective value. Oh, yeah. I had to get a larger. So like in the early 2000s, like the yeah. big look for younger guys was like that fucking big shag, or at least in the, in the hockey world, like really shaggy, long ass hair. Like my hair was but my hair doesn't grow like like a cool surfer, guys. It grows out. And it gets so curly, like a Jufro almost. Mm. And I remember like 
All the other kids on my team had long hair. And my dad was like, Taylor, you just look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like just very like, up front. And I'm like, dad, but everybody else in the team has it. He's like, we're going to have to buy you the next size up goalie helmet unless you get a haircut. And I was like, <laughs> well, I mean, fine, get the helmet. And so, so I had a bigger goalie helmet. Wait, you really did? Helmet. Yeah. Well, that was at, also at the age of like going from like a, like junior to like adult size. Oh, so yeah. like, I, I, I needed a bigger helmet. Anyway. He was going from I imagine needing to bigger helmets for something you had to live with as a grown, <laughs> as a, a youngling. <laughs> yeah, got human to livestock. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, that, of, that's, uh, that's actually a horse helmet. <laughs> very long. It's got the holes for the ears. <laughs> <laughs> He's a furry. It's got blinders on. It's like now Taylor's very jumpy. He gets spooked. Like, <laughs> don't make loud noises around I'll him. Tell you what, provides excellent protection, but he hates the bit. He hates it. Feed him with an open palm. <laughs> Clip your fingers off. <laughs> yeah. You were talking about like the horse thing that made me think of that gun thera massager. And Kyle, you said I know Woody has the Theragun, like the legit one. I bought like a $60, $70 like mimicry of it. And uh -huh. I, I used it once last night and it was fine. Uh, it worked worked day okay. Kyle, you were saying you have a, a horse massager device? So that was cheaper? No. <laughs> so the problem with text is that um, you know, sarcasm doesn't always show shine through. And I think that's what happened there. Um, I think I was joking around that to get an e see, Woody has the real one that costs like three hundred dollars, mm -hmm. and you got the discounted one, it's 160. Frankly, I can't imagine spending that much on anything that's not a sex was, toy. So I don't have one, but I was making the joke that I had, you know, cut, cut even deeper and I had gone to like you, an you, animal massager. You know like, what's weird? It's <laughs> like when you said, I, I literally, I know someone in the periphery of my world who is a, who like part of their gig is they massage like rich people's horses and like okay. give them like treatments. And so sure. I was like, oh, Kyle, high IQ, Kyle, <laughs> walking, walking into the feed store and going, give me the, the horse mats, give me the horse massager, give me the horse dumbbells. And he's, <laughs> he's walking out like a thief. I just, I'm just walking through my neighborhood with sacks of feed on my back. <laughs> <laughs> and after this, I get to eat it. Great macros. <laughs> no, I was just kidding around. Um, I, I really don't get like extreme muscle issues ever. Like, like uh, I'm really careful to like, I, I what think it would be an extreme muscle issue. Like, what, what are you thinking of? Like, Woody? so that I can't go back. Like, like it, I, I have had, um, I've had back issues where, like, we'll sleep on the floor tonight or we'll move gingerly. Um, okay. you never, you don't realize how much your back is doing until it's fucked up and you need to get yeah. off the couch. And it's like, <sighs> I think I need to, do I need to wait? Do I hold my breath before I move? Yeah. Hold your breath before you move. <gasps> You're like trying to, st I'm like trying to stabilize my yeah. back before Man. I like do the, I've hurt my back like that a few times, like, but it only it goes away in a day or two days. It's like a was muscle. Was it part of your glow up or like part of a day at working on the farm? Oh, just various times throughout life, it's done okay. that. Like, like lower back on right side or left side, just get some like real bad pull, I guess, or something. It feels almost nerve involved, so that like if you actuate or activate that muscle just right, it's like a whole like oh, no, not like that kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's such a painful nerve kind of thing, but um. With stuff like that, I just like take it easy. Maybe get like a real mm -hmm. massage. Um, those are cheaper than you think, and they'll show up at your house. And uh, you know, no funny business, obviously. <laughs> and uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look for the ones this. who. <laughs> you'd be surprised how hard it is to act, find someone who just wants to massage you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> really, you know, everyone I'm looking for tries the best to blow deal. you, Kyle. 
I that only is not get, what I'm saying. That is not what I'm saying. <laughs> I thought it was um, just me. Yeah, no, um, but no, I don't have one of those guns. Um, I talked to somebody else today actually about the gun because I was telling yeah. them that you have the gun, and uh, they, they were like, the gun's way too strong for me. Like a Hitachi magic wand Ooh. does more than just get women off. Like, like it's also really good for muscle stuff. Dude, I, I felt like a bitch last night messing around with it. I turned it all the way up because I'm like, the higher the power, the higher the the pleasure or whatever the or fuck I was thinking. Yeah. And I, I put it on my shoulders and I'm like, ah, grueling. And then, <laughs> and then I, I set it to like the lowest and it was infinitely better. Like I can't see, I can see using it on my back. I can't maybe shoulders a little bit, but mainly like leg day. Like if Have I you really ever blow used... my quads out, I feel like that'll be great for it. Oh, it'll be awesome for that. That's, right. that's exactly when I do that. Mm -hmm. The only thing I, I will do is um on leg day. If I've really fucked myself up, because, like, sometimes I'll just have more motivation than others, and I'll just get on, like, um, the, the leg curl machine or whatever, and I'll just be like, let's make it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, especially if you're all alone and no one has to see you groaning in the leg curl machine. <laughs> like, um, you know, you might just blow some shit out that night, and uh, and the next day it's like, we really, really... I, I Actually, I'll hit the foam roller immediately, because I know going to be bad i hate the phone i have the theragun i've had i'm on my people say you guys said i got the good one i actually got the cheaper one first and i wore it out like i, I did use it until one yeah. day it just didn't turn on anymore and it wouldn't take a charge and that, that was the symptom like this you used broke. it every day like pretty like, no regularly? but i used um, it a lot it would probably be five days a week mm -hmm. okay that's good use. yeah and uh um there were two things I didn't like about it. Obviously, it stopped working. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. Number but then one. I didn't like the form factor. Like it was like a pistol almost. So imagine that you're trying to press hard with a pistol. It kind of bends. I need mm -hmm. to press right the other one has the line that. with it. Has a triangle thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So the triangle lets you press in line with it, put the put your hand right on the back of it and press straight yeah. towards the little pound thing. So I like the form factor more. Um, and it keeps working, but it's too aggressive. The their gun, and if you put it on its lowest setting, you would think it'd be less aggressive, but that's not my experience. Hmm. It, it's, it at its slowest speed. It pounds and hits and hits and like you know goes at you at its highest speed. It kind of vibrates on you. It's like a tattoo uh, gun. You want a higher. There's a there's a sweet spot where it's uh, where it's not stab stab. It's just and you're okay. like, all right, this doesn't feel great, but uh, I can't count the stab wounds anymore. So that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like if I press on the back of it and it moves slow, then it, it gets a chance to like penetrate deeper instead of just oh, vibrate yeah. on top. All right. So. It's backwards than what you might guess. I considered it. I, I've looked at it a couple times because I've seen them um, most like, uh, in, you know, I watch a lot of UFC stuff where they're like mm -hmm. getting prepared. And uh, I see them using that thing a lot on those guys. Uh, okay. What I'm curious about, and and maybe I don't know if Joe ever did this. You'd know better than me. You know, when they've got those terrible bruises on their back, the circular ones, that's from the, the suction cup stuff, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. Now, I believe in that. I it's not something so, to be believed in. It's, is that like that the, hot rock, the hot rock so massage? What they do uh, is they put very hot air in a small cup. And then as it cools off, it contracts and it kind of sucks on your skin. So you put these like six or 12 like sort of suctions on the back of your back. And it pulls pretty hard. And people feel like it gets the blood flowing through that suction. Here, let mm -hmm. me read this. Cupping is an alternative ther therapy that uses suction cups to stimulate your skin and muscles. It can be done in your face or body. Your face? You'd scar yes. The suction promotes increased blood circulation, which may help relieve muscle tension, promote cell repair, and aid in other regeneration. I don't know. It basically gives your back a hickey. And if you think that increases blood circulation and helps with healing, 
then maybe it does. Yeah, I, I would think it does. Um, in the same way that ice baths, I believe those work. Um, I wish they would do some of that science where they take the uh, like the core samples of muscle tissue. Like I, I like having that hard data. Mm. I, you know, everything I have is usually anecdotal or just look. Derek said it works, so I do it. But it's really <laughs> nice every time I break up one of the, break out one of those studies, and they're like. Basically, they made guys do leg exercises or took a take a drug while doing leg exercises for six weeks, and they like take a core sample of their their quad they muscle do before that? and after. Very small, like a small core. But yeah, they like go like, in. I'm picturing twist. a gunshot wound. No, they like like, like a, a probe goes in. I think they like twist and then they pull it out and they've taken a core sample. That's of horrible. Quad Don't imagine like like a big pin, like like a syringe. <laughs> Jesus, a syringe. No, I I wasn't even managing a big pan. I was like like a roll of quarters. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like because like, I've All seen right, core samples before Don't. in the context of gold Move. mining, <laughs> and they're, they're about an inch. All <laughs> right, this is our largest auger. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking the whole quad. <laughs> like, sir, the tool is on the way. You just in the distance, you hear grunt. But afterwards, tools made by Caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pneumatic. But like afterwards, they're able to like they have hard data, like, like they can me- measure muscle tissue densities and fibers and, and however that shit works. But they've got hard data. And I'm always interested to see that. It's like not only is can he lift 50 more pounds. There's like 50% more muscle fiber here. Like, 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 like he got bigger because that's what all I care about. I don't give a shit if they get strong. I yeah. want to see injuries and stuff via MRI really good. Like my shoulder right now kind of hurts and I'm kind of rehabbing Dude. it as best I can. I would like a real good where they're like, oh, look at this. There's plaque buildup or whatever it is, you know, on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Here, it's overuse here, whatever. Yeah. Whatever's up. I, uh, so I got, I got this credit card that I got years and years ago and, okay. uh, it's got like a $6 yearly fee or something like that. Something dumb like that. And I just let it sit there. But then like every fucking year, this thing charges me $6 and I forget about it. And like two months go by and then there's a $3 late fee. And they're like, you better give us our $11 or else. <laughs> I like and- how six plus three went to 11. And I bet it did. It did. Like I bet yeah. it did. Like it oh, well, that- interest on it or something. There's a $2 yeah. grift that's an impractical jokers bit where they're literally like yeah. oh and then we added the five dollar gouge charge that's just, just gouging you. <laughs> just it to you bending you over right there you already got some food eating you didn't know it was coming and bam so so i i decided today i'm like i'm gonna sit here with my soda let me take a piss first i'm not getting distracted we're gonna cancel this credit card and i call her up and i've tried before that's how hard they are to deal with like like i've gotten frustrated with is this like some bootleg card company it's not a mastercard or a visa or it's one of the three big financial institutions or four it's like yeah you'd you'd absolutely know it um and uh i so so it's indian people on the phone which i don't mind whatever she's the guy could speak fairly good english and he starts going into his whole bit it took me three phone calls and some waiting to get to him so i'm already a little upset yeah um so (laughs) But but he starts going through this whole bit, and I said, "Excuse me, I hate to interrupt you. I'd like to cancel my card now that I've given you that eleven dollars. Um, I'd like to cancel it now because I'm tired of the yearly fee. And even if you waived it and increased my credit limit and made it zero interest, you got a bad taste in my mouth. So let's just cancel this card today. Uh, where whatever we need to skip to to get that done. Oh well, I'll transfer you to that person. Okay. And he's like, awesome. So he sends me to her, the cancel person. Yeah. Like, hey hey hey, I want to cancel this card. 
And she's okay, sir. So let's talk about your APR. I'm like, no, I, I refuse to speak about my APR. <laughs> We're going to talk. She's like, well, let me just talk about the APR. It's a, it's a script. I know it is. I tell her, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to allow you to read your script today, ma'am. I, I refuse to hear your <laughs> script. If you'd like to read it silently or mute yourself or pretend, I, all that is fine with me, but I will not have it. I'm here to cancel my card. You're taking $11 from me for the final time. <laughs> I said, I'm here to cancel my card today and I'm not leaving till it's done. And I'm not going to do anything else before that. First, we're going to cancel the card and then we'll talk. <laughs> I, I, and I'm speaking this way because I do believe that this is either a criminal action or a hostage a negotiation. I'm not <laughs> I said, she said, criminal action. I said, yes, ma'am. I have an account with you, an account which steals money from my account once a year. I never know when it's coming because I can't remember. <laughs> and I know that a year from now, you're going to steal money from, again, from me again. I'm going to forget. And then you're going to steal a little bit more. And we're going to have the same conversation. And I won't have it. You're going to cancel my account today. Or I'm going to call my lawyer because you're a thief in the night. And I won't, I won't stand for it. <laughs> and she's just, and I'm going on these long bits where she's not allowed. She can't talk. She really wants to get the script. She keeps going back to it over and over. Yes, <laughs> doing, sir, doing today, bits. thank you so much. I need to speak to you about your APR. And it's like that South Park bit. I'm like, I, I will not speak about my APR today. I will have this canceled, nothing else. And finally, she's like, actually, I canceled it several minutes ago. I need <laughs> to speak to you about your APR. I was like, I don't want to anymore. I want to talk to you about Harry Potter. Have you noticed that they're trying to change the characters around from what they what they once were, trying to make it fit some new narrative? I don't like that. I don't like it when the Huckleberry Finn, when we rewrite things. <laughs> Huckleberry Finn had some bad things in it, all right? But that's the way they spoke back then. Yeah. All I care about yeah. is the story I read as a child. I don't want that to be altered. <laughs> I don't want that. I'm going through this with her, and I will not stop speaking. I, I don't. I, 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 I was like, I don't like that they use that word then, and I don't like when it's used now, and I don't use it in my personal life. But I think it should remain in that book because when we hide our dirty past, we're only apt to repeat it more. <laughs> Just like we shouldn't hide what the Nazis did or, or what any hate group does, As we a should of not fact, hide. We should have an N-word monument. And I'm going on this rant with her. You're torturing this person. And, 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 and I stop her. I stop her a second to see what she'll do, and she says, "Yes, sir." The APR, and I says. You know anything about black holes? And I start playing a PBS <laughs> documentary through my headset. <laughs> oh, oh, oh but, but wait, before that, I, I, I repaired. Oh, I don't have it next to me anymore, but I had, I had my blowtorch in here because I had done a dab. <laughs> I said, hang on a minute. Hold that thought. I need to repair my sink. I'm going to solder. <laughs> I turned on the blowtorch right in the microphone. I'm like, I really shouldn't be using this lead solder. They say it's bad for you, but it's cheap. And I got to save money because this credit card keeps keep stealing. From me. <laughs> <laughs> the blowtorch is right. Just, just pissing time away. <laughs> she, her, she was, finally, she said, sir, I'm going to transfer you to my superior. And then I sat on hold for eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, would have been funny is like, as soon as she answered me, it's like, how can I help you with your account? You're like, thank God I'm speaking to you from one Indian to another. I would love if you could cancel this scam card. Well, she's going to start speaking fucking Hindu or whatever they speak then. No. And then you'll be like, I'm not that kind of Indian. <laughs> I am the other kind. I speak with languages that I speak the other one. <laughs> yeah, switch over to the Native American one. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually the other kind of Indian. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Just switch. <laughs> we have so much in common. <laughs> That's such a good South Park night, My card Dude. canceled, and you capable of canceling my card? All right, you know how they always, you know how they always say South Park uh, already did it. That's yeah. the bit. That's the bit right Simpsons there that, that they haven't done. It's where the Indians 
both kinds of Indians are conspiring together in some sort of criminal, like big global <laughs> conspiracy. On our own, the white man has given us much trouble, but you know, <laughs> we may be able to handle it. I, you are not bringing the kind of numbers to this that we have. <laughs> <laughs> there the are 1.7 billion of us, and there are about 19 of you in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Just let us, let us own the team. <laughs> but how many horses do they have? Oh, you didn't consider this. <laughs> <laughs> Who has more cows? No, I, I, I hate those fucking people so much. I have credit cards because I'm told that I have to have credit cards to like maintain credit history and just show, you know, that I'm a human being who can pay bills. But uh, I hate dealing with them so fucking much. So fucking much. It's so hard to get anything done with them over the phone. Yeah. And I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, where every once in a while I'll have an account or something similar where it's charging some tiny amount, like $4. And you just get so mad that it keeps showing up that you're like, yeah, like this isn't worth all the time I'm about to put into it, but we're getting this solved today. As a matter of principle, we're getting it solved. I was on a website called Pirate 4x4. Pirate 4x4 was the place to discuss off-roading, upcoming off-roading trips, off-roading trip pictures that you just took and mods to the vehicle that you want to make. It was the central hub, the number one site in the world. And then I kind of fell out of off-roading, but I paid $20 a year. And you know what I got? A red dot next to my name that came with prestige. This stopped being worth anything. <laughs> and I tried to cancel it and I couldn't. And then I couldn't log into my account anymore. And it, the, the like reference email was one that I don't use or have anymore. I think it was mm -hmm. my Cisco email. So I couldn't, like I couldn't cancel this account without getting reemployed at Cisco somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and there was no support. There was no help. The website faded away. I imagine like every other forum on the earth, it switched over to a Facebook group and that's where everybody went and I'm struggling here. So I eventually canceled it via PayPal and did a dispute and they got the idea, but 20 bucks a year, I must've given them an extra like $80. Eh, it's not so bad. It's a, it's a thing you'd like as well. It's annoying you know? though. It's annoying when you're sending when you, it to when you life. forget about it because then you're mad at yourself where you're like, well, this is kind this is on me for forgetting that I signed up for Motor Trend so I could watch the new um uh Top Gear special. And then I forgot about it. And I watched that Top Gear special once four months ago. And I'm remembering right now, I'm writing Dude, down Motor Trend. I'm trying to get away <laughs> from TV talk as much. I watched Top Gear and they went to Vietnam and they rode in boats. And it was terrible. What? It was so over-the-top stupid. I was angry at them for thinking I was stupid enough to like this show. They would crash the boat into the other boat like six times in a row. Crashing the boats was half of what this entire show was about. they just do montages of him crashing the boat. And when he crashed the boat into his friends, I was bored by it. When he crashed the boat into innocent people and sank their little canoes, I'm like, <laughs> you're being an asshole. They didn't he, mean to do that. <laughs> poor, he did mean no, to they, do that. No, they meant to hit each other. I, I remember the special. They didn't mean to hit the, the Vietnamese people. I don't believe that. The, the level of incompetence. So I have a boat. I have a 15th of a boat, to be more precise. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> White You're people privilege. One, one fifteenth of a ski boat owner. It's, it's a timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, but I do drive the boat a lot. And, and I know, like, it takes it. I get that it has no brakes. You just sort of put it in reverse if you need to you know, hurriedly lose speed. But um, 
you can't be so incompetent to hit someone that many times. It, it's <laughs> the USSR. Hey guys, I've got an idea for the name of our boat. <laughs> <laughs> I have a. Uh, I, I was going to ask a, a related question to that. How much was that boat, if you don't mind me asking? I uh, so it look new. I think it was seven grand. Um, okay. See, so that's there was the... a, there's a scam though. It's a story. Let me tell it. Oh, okay. We were buying the boat and the winch and some like extra cash to get the club <clears> off the <throat> ground. And it turned out to be, I think it was like 2,500 a person, you know, to, for everyone in the club. Cool. And there was some training involved. It doesn't matter. One of the guys said, Hey, you know what? For a living, I buy used cars, fix them up, and sell them. That's what my business does. Why don't I look over this boat instead of paying the cash? And I'll redo it. Just looking at this thing, I can see all the hoses and wires and this and that. I'll install the winch in the boat. You know, how else are we going to get it done? And everyone in the club kind of having a blind spot towards someone mm. in the club ripping us off said, cool, let's do this. Some of the things I didn't really understand how hard it is to replace like a tube, right? Like, like a radiator tube, yeah. you kind of see it, you know, it's easy. But I'm like, well, maybe it was hard. I don't know. Other stuff, like installing an hour meter, if anyone's ever done that, it's, you just wrap it around the spark plug wire like four times and then sticky it to the wall. It, it takes, I mean, I don't think it should take more than 90 seconds. And he charged $120 for that task. Like he just jacked up all the prices on us until it conveniently meant, until it conveniently meant that he had to no pay, not pay any money to get in the club. Cool. We take the boat out immediately the engine is destroyed immediately it wasn't it was running with no oil so a pilot got pulled up in the air <laughs> and then dropped into the water and the boat had to get towed back to land because without any oil in it it seized <clears throat> and they had before and after pictures of his work and a real boat mechanic was like well here's your problem right here you know that hose doesn't connect from here to here what did they just rearrange the hoses? <laughs> <laughs> he destroyed our engine. So we were like, all right, bro, you're on the hook for the repairs to this, right? You know, like you should be. You broke it all by yourself of and course. you sort of didn't pay into the club. Like this was a he, whole thing. He misled all of you that he was some expert in this. Right. Uh, in the end, what he did is he paid 1500 of his 25 back and he left the club. So we had. The twenty five hundred to join, and then we immediately paid like another thousand or something all around, or five hundred. Okay. For the well, that's because of the broken boat. If he was that committed to the scam, like put oil in it. Like (laughs) it's not that it didn't have oil in it; it's that the rearranged hoses stopped the oil from doing anything. Yeah, like feeding coolant into the radiator. Yeah, something like that. Well, that probably is supposed to happen. I don't know. I I, I I pick two car words, and I hope for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, we got scammed by a member right out of the gate, and and it was like a real intentional scam. That I I tried to wrap my head around the idea that it could have just not worked out like he hoped, but no. Fuck no. that guy. Yeah, yeah, fuck that guy. That's like um, so over the line to just and no what an asshole. Like he knows if if you hire me and you're like and I'm like, I'm a big boat guy, and you're like, that's awesome. I don't know you well enough to discern you're lying. But mm-hmm. and then you like put me on the boat. 
first thing I do is like, I don't touch any of the wires. I hope nobody has any idea where the wires are going. And then I come back and act like there's a huge problem that requires me to find someone more qualified (laughs) even than me, which will be hard pressed. (laughs) But I bet the guy at the bait shop there could help. (laughs) And so then I go get him and I come back. And before we know it, we have solved the problem. (laughs) Might be a better scam. He did. He scammed us and I'm still a little salty about it. Piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's an asshole. And another thing that's hard to put a value on it, we lost months out of the summer. I mean, this is a thing that's only fun to do like five months a year. Mm-hmm. If you blow two months, like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm going to be like 50 when I get to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> How, uh, what's the, I was curious about like the, the price of the boat because I was curious, like, what do you think the, the, it's interesting going in with a group like that on something. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest What's the what's the right group size, I guess, or maybe what's I'm trying I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this question mm-hmm. because there's there's two sides of it, right? Like the value of the item, like how much are we all putting in, versus how many of us are getting a the uh, to share this thing. Yeah, and who's trustworthy? Like how many people that you don't really know are you going to include to lower that? It depends on the rate? thing, right? Like because if it's like <clears throat> if it's access to something, because it's like wipe your feet before you get out, Jesus. And, and with others, it's like yeah, you crashed it off a mountain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it is a mountain helicopter yeah. <laughs> jumping gyro club. machine yeah. that we all bought. <laughs> the first year, I didn't want so many people in the club. I think we had 15 or 18. And I was like, this sucks. There are going to be 18 people every weekend. Yeah. I'm going to get like two flights. And it's it's not going to be the, the experience that I dream of. What happens is we get 18 people in the club. And we're mm-hmm. lucky if three will show up. So right. you almost need like. That's a good problem. Uh, no, you. No. I like five. If, if there's only three people on the water, you're working constantly. You're always either the driver, the spotter, or the pilot. There's never any rest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that group isn't even big enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Two yeah. People is what you need. It's like we and, need and, another and, ten yeah, people so we can get one more on the water. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like like I'm trying to think of other things that that this makes sense for. I, I've, I've never gone in on a group purchase before. I've seen those car clubs, you know, right? Which is kind of a similar formula where you just pay in a monthly fee and you have access to various cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. But oh, neat! Jesus, you can't do anything with this car. It's fun, right? Like, if you're going to be in a car club where you get to drive a, a Ferrari or something, like you probably would like to do what you want to do with a Ferrari and take and it to think, a track. I don't think but they're they, going to let you do that. They have like governors on it, where it's like you can drive this Ferrari at seven. It would. Fi- it varies from situation to situation. There's that one. Um, it's like uh, Toro or something. There's that one car yeah, service yeah, yeah. where, with them, a lot of those cars have um, like this onboard computer system that's like uh, checking on you to make sure you haven't done anything ridiculous, and they'll fuck you up. You know, they need to put those on. If you do, or I mean, thank God those weren't on rental cars. When I was working at that place like nine years ago, because man, we whipped those Honda Odysseys. We were drifting in, in gravel on the so vans. rental car. We had a guy come on here, tell a story, or maybe in any case, YouTuber told the story where he wrecked the car. He basically took a streetcar off roading. Yeah. And the is it called a spoiler? That front low thing that hits every curb, you know. Um, anyway, that thing got ripped off. Other things were just missing. He brought the car back, just destroyed, and he paid the $8 in insurance, and they were like, well, you bought insurance. There's really nothing more to talk about. Have a good day. And yeah, is that right? Or do you already have insurance and you shouldn't have to? Should you buy insurance when you rent a car is where I'm coming down to? Uh, if you have insurance, like you have to have genuinely horrible, like, opting out of stuff to have 
like no insurance on a rental car. <clears throat> like if you have so, normal insurance, you're fine. Let me rephrase the question then, because I think this strikes at the heart of what Woody's true question is. If I pay for their insurance and I fuck that car up on purpose, having a good old time, and I return it back, what is going to happen to me, if anything? Uh, if they can tell that you broke contract by off-roading They cannot it, tell. Okay, then if they can't tell, they will ask you, like, what happened, and you could... I have a great if you, story. If you, if you have the insurance, <laughs> you could just be like, you know, got away from me. Like, And then, and then you're just so, walking into the airport. And I, I need you to tell me... No, 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 let's not gloss over the end of the story, because this is like the pudding scam. It's like, and then you just have air miles forever, you know? No, 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 no. <laughs> what happens then? What do they say? No, literally, I returned beyond fucked up car i i've returned cars that they had to pull a tow truck into the return lane at the airport and then i had to return it from the tow truck and, and in no way will this reflect negatively on my actual driving record or um my, my real car insurance that i pay for every month in the no we, we there or at least where i was working there was like if someone came back and they fucked up the car and they had their and they had the insurance that you buy from the rental car place and you couldn't tell that they had off-roaded or fucked with it or done anything that breached contract. It was literally like, like I remember this explicitly because people would pull in with cars that were very obviously fucked up, like that spoiler, or whatever, hanging off the front, shattered windshield, you know. <laughs> and I would, I would be like, please have the insurance. I don't want to have an uncomfortable conversation. And when those guys would pull in and step out and be like, "Thank God, I got the insurance," I'm like, "Oh, yep." That's awesome. <laughs> Have a great day, bud. And then they would walk into the airport. That was the end of it. I would call our, our shop guy and be like, hey, there's a Ford Taurus up here that is unrecognizable. You need to send a truck <laughs> up here to get it. And then, you know, and the, or the manager would be like, what the fuck Can happened I here? And they're like, well, they, they had the insurance. So we and there's no indication they were off roading. So there you go. So, I just so say, basically, I, in motorcycles, there's off roading. That's obvious enough. Right. And then there's urban hooliganism. Right. Where you just do hooligan shit. <laughs> around like industrial parking lots wheelies jumping off curbs you know what sometimes the parking lots are different levels and there's like grass that with a steep incline take the rental car to an area like that fuck about and you're not off-roading yeah i remember they like because car rental companies are like anal as shit about like there's they have whole routines when you join companies where they're like and I know Hertz did it, Enterprise, all of them, where it's like, when you return a car, you have to do this minute long, you know, exploring like, ooh, look here and then look here and then do this and that and check this. Three months into that uh, airport gig, so I'd been with the company for like nine months at that point, I'd see it pull up. And as long as it like looked all right, I'm like, <laughs> thumbs up, like <laughs> get going. And then like every once in a while, I would miss something and it'd come back and they'd be like, there's a huge puncture room wound in the back of this Kia Soul, and I'd be like, "Man, I can't believe whoever rented that most recently accidentally sent a a, a broken car out. How embarrassing!" <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's so much turnover at those places because oh, you, you just blame treated it on someone like, else. Oh, you all no, no, you blame it on someone else renting out the car damaged because then there is no way to know that car could have been damaged prior to that rental. So you clearly, said what I said before but the words. Before. You blamed it on someone else. Yes, of course. Yes, <laughs> yes, always. And it and it and it's a nondescript. It's a nondescript person. I'm not saying Amy rented this out and she fucked up. I'm like, must have been. But are there records? Yeah, there are. But I'm the one who's gonna. <laughs> I, I'm the I'm the one who's gonna check it. And if I found out that I rented it last, I'm just not gonna mention it. You know what? I, you know what I would actually do? I would call up another branch and I go, Hey, this is uh, Boise Airport. And they're like, Oh, there's 
you know, 36, 47, where the number is. I'm like, hey, let's do a trade. I got a broken Kia Soul. I know you need something. You can still roll it. It'll be fine. Send me anything that's not that's not damaged. And then just ship out the damaged car to a home city branch where people who with insurance claims go, and I get a nice, fresh new car at the airport. What the fuck? That, yeah, that's how I it works. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you, oh, Kyle, I'm, you're I'm talking listening. about... How can I get a new car? <laughs> Kyle, you, you're <laughs> talking about... Call Enterprise and be like, hey, you know what? I got an old Tacoma. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Send me anything over here. We're good. Just send they me don't puncture wounds. <laughs> it's got to be... Well, they won't take a car unless it's like within the last two makes, three makes at most or so, like three years. Um, but you, you were asking about that, Kyle, and I know you're now a Sam Hyde fan. A bit that Sam has been doing for years is he goes to like rental car places and he rents like an Infiniti QX, whatever the biggest fucking SUV is. And then he takes it into like fields and abuses it and he ruins the steering and he intentionally and then he like gets out and he's like guess what no way in hell they're gonna know that i just roundhouse kicked this door closed and then boom just just intentionally breaking things on the car and then, and then return like he and he shows himself like driving back to the place he's like we cleaned it up they're gonna have no idea look at what happened look how i have to hold the the wheel and he's holding it like this to go straight <laughs> And then he just returns it like that, totally destroyed, and says, you know, have a nice day. You can get away with so much shit at rental car places because genuinely the employees there, unless you run into like a lifer manager, they don't care. Like if there was a tiny little scratch, if there was like a five-inch scratch that was like clearly a little accident in the little parking lot goblin or something with a cart, I'm not going to charge. And they would tell us like if there's any damage, like that size, you got to run their full thousand dollar deductible or five hundred dollar deductible or whatever and then tell them you know we told you if you do anything to it we're taking your full deductible without any questions asked even before you return it we're supposed to like have taken the deductible off their card and it's like no i'm not doing that i'll I've, I'll run a deductible on someone if they really fuck it up and they've got smoke cigarette holes everywhere but when someone came back with a scratch like i would feel guilty if yeah. I were to do that, like someone, someone coming in in their fucking Nissan Sentra on the nine ninety nine a day weekend special, they barely speak English and they scratch the front. I'm going to ruin their life. Really? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> no way. We just wanted to see mama before she passed away. We just wanted to see her. <laughs> and like, yeah, I've said it before. The only people who bought insurance who didn't like were like rich guys who had probably the best insurance in the world or like like rich guys who would be like, well, I have my own insurance and I have Amex insurance. And they would tell us to say like, well, your Amex insurance might not cover it. And it's like, it does though. Like, like I, <laughs> they're just straight up it's sales. They're telling you to mislead people. But I was, I was the fastest ticket writer in the West in the <laughs> la last of my tenure, my sales in the back room, the last like four months I was there it was wild. It was like a guy who's just about to get kicked out of the league in the pros where it's like everyone else has their sales. It's like Taylor fucking like and everybody's like tickets it's like Amy's written 78 contracts. Steve has written 92 at the very bottom. Taylor 510 goose eggs across the, <laughs> across the board like to the point because I knew I wasn't getting commissioned for it because they set the commission structure so high that it was like okay, so I need to sell 20 grand of insurance so I get a pizza party? Like, fuck you. I'm not, do I'm not doing that shit. And so they, like, I'd have people come up and be like, I've heard the horror stories of the insurance stuff. I have insurance. And I'm like, does it cover rental cars? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, did you specifically opt out of anything like that? She's like, no. I'm like, you're fine. Do you have liability only insurance? No. Comprehensive? We're going, lady. Like, let's, let's get you moving.
Yeah, there's so much shady nonsense, but I guess that's every sales job, right? Or at yeah. least most of them. I usually get the insurance because um, a lot of times we're doing silly things with cars, and I, I do have to go off road in them a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. all right, because so, here's the thing: if you're like, if we're like filming something, and uh, we we may not intend, you to should go get the insurance for what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, but but also there there, there, right there might be an instance where it's like, all right, well, we need somebody to drive out in that field right now. Well, are we going to be Nancy boys about it and call call for somebody, a, a real man to come help us? Or are we going to drive <laughs> on that fucking field and get, get work done today? And it's just like, we're going to drive on that fucking field. I don't, there's, I'll crawl back before I ask for help. <laughs> like, like, we're going to get it done. So I always just got the insurance anyway. And plus, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm abusive uh, on the car, but like, there is that thing in your head that's like, this shit ain't mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, I would never have like turned my cars like my personal vehicles as aggressively as I turned like these brand new at the time, like 2013 Nissans or, or vans or you would not believe because the ass of a Honda Odyssey is so heavy. You wouldn't think it would be that great in a gravel <laughs> for whipping around, but you, you get yourself and a couple of the car preps who have meth problems. You have a huge amount of fun out there on an afternoon. It's great. I it's believe great. And then you come Definitely. back and the manager's like, where were you? And you have to be like, huh, you know, uh, handling stuff with all those goofballs doing meth down at the uh, car cleaning area. They're like, ah, yeah, yeah, I know how it is. It's like, you don't know how it is. That's I, yeah, you, you never go down. You never I go down them. there to converse with those maniacs. That's how I knew that I could use them as an excuse. You're never going <laughs> to ask them. Dude, the, the people who clean cars at those places, some of them were, were horrifying. Same at car dealership. Um, like, like those guys were... Um their own little crew over there. They were thieves. Um, they were like, yeah, straight yeah. Up thieves. Like we, one guy got fired because stealing iPads and computers from like, like people would return their car. And then four minutes later, Hey, I forgot my new MacBook pro in the back of the car. And I'm like, Oh no. And so <laughs> then I, I go down another minute to the wash bay and I'm like, guys, please don't fuck me here. Please. MacBook pro. I know you have it. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Like, <laughs> I, there was nothing in this car. I mean, it, does does she have proof that she even had a MacBook Pro? And I'm like, could you guy please? Like, and then I have to go back up there and be like, they did not find a MacBook Pro in the vehicle. And they're like, well, that it's obviously not true. And I'm like, oh no. Like <laughs> I know you should call corporate and complain about these fucking thieves who do nothing but except low grade meth. And steal down there. They're like about I to clean a car. They don't even have good like, meth. They can't accept that. They don't have no good idea. meth. You're supposed to lean into that one. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I could tell who had the best meth because one guy. I bet he was twenty. <laughs> I bet he was twenty-two. Like he was my age at the time, and he, uh, maybe four teeth, maybe total of mm. four. You know, it is so. So correct me if I'm wrong. I always heard that the reason those meth addicts lost their teeth was because the chemicals of doing the meth was like corroding the teeth the way in, uh, in, in some manner. Is that it? Or is it that they are so out of it when they get to an extreme level of meth use that high oral hygiene? Isn't yeah, on the I might be wrong, but I used to think the chemical thing too. And then someone told me like, no, it's because they're so geeked out or gacked out that like they don't take care of their teeth. They don't put the, like, look at them at that. Like they don't even like wipe the blood from their face when they cut themselves. Like they have True. nothing on their mind other than more meth all the time. And so they just yeah. neglect all, per that's why they all in their, in their mug shots. It's all like picked skin with scabs, Gross. no teeth, I, hair I that hasn't been cut in years. All right. The extensive tooth decay, the answer is both huh. is likely caused by a combination of drug induced psychological and physiological changes resulting in dry mouth, 
and mm. long periods of poor oral hygiene. Methamphetamine itself is also acidic. So that makes sense. Uh, yeah, if people don't realize, like, like dry mouth fucks your teeth up and your tongue up and your breath up, like really bad. I don't have that issue. I don't have dry mouth either, but I know that it's really like. Would you rather? Dry, would you? My dentist. Would you rather me. have dry mouth or wet mouth? Oh, wet mouth. Wet mouth well, means that you're going to need a bib. I'm just gonna. Pr- I'm just gonna pretend that I dip and just all the time. Do, I'm just. It, it's it's, know, it's a binary decision. You always look like you just ate five warheads because your mouth is so dry and you've got that white stuff at the corners of your mouth, or <laughs> or, or you're always you're always doing this. Because you're holding like a mouthful of spittle that you're always ready to Good like. Good God, this is a you're, you're binary like, decision. Like, this is terrible. Up, I might take kill up myself. To, you take up tobacco chewing just to make it seem yeah. normal that you're always spitting. I'm going to go full Kyle here and just choose death. Are <laughs> 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 oh, you telling me I lose an entire fingernail? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting the reset button on life. I'm, I'm definitely choosing the pretend to dip for the rest of my life because like, like, you know how horrible, like, you wake up in the morning and you haven't drank water in however many hours. Like, even that small amount of dry mouth sucks. Yeah. Imagine that all day, every like day. That. No, voice would be hey, so dry. Maybe you could just get some honey and eucalyptus and some tea. And well, I didn't know we could fix it. I thought we <laughs> well, you gave up. You gave up on yourself so fast that I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm already dead. Kyle's like maybe Damn. some tea. Well, I mean, maybe I'll some tea. have some eucalyptus wait, wait, tea. If and I had, it, I don't know. I didn't say it was magical. Mouth. I just said you had dry mouth. Okay. If okay. I had wet mouth, would the fix be to smoke pot a lot? If pardon, actually, that could help. Yeah, if you smoke right? a lot of weed, it would dry your mouth out, right? No, but see, the thing about all those like side effects that you think of for marijuana is like if you smoke it once, you get those, and if you smoke it again, you'll get those. But if you smoke it like three or four times a week for like a year or a month or three months or something, I don't, I don't get any of that shit. I don't get munchies or dry mouth, or it doesn't make me like necessarily sleepy or red eyes or anything. It's just oh, I feel really relaxed now and chilled out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't I mean, make I, you I, fall asleep. Um, no, not it in particular. I've got I keep my sleep schedule um, kind of it rotates, but it only rotates. It doesn't like move drastically. It's just always shifting sort of forward by an hour, which isn't as crazy right. as like mm-hmm. crazy as it sounds. So it can be ridiculously off normal, but it's not off. It's not like you're getting one hour one day and twelve hours. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. my eight or I get like ten hours a day almost every single day because. I, I probably told you this before, but I read about that guy who set some sort of strength record. And during the preparation, he was sleeping like 18 hours a day or something retarded. <laughs> like he was, he would like, like work out and like get his macros in and then like go into a coma or something to like recover from the intense workouts. He's, he's like, yep, now we're going to sleep for three hours. We're going to let that food just absorb into the muscles while I go into an induced coma. And then he like wakes up and works out and eats some more. I don't know what he was actually doing, but he was sleeping a ton. And so something in my head said, like, more sleep is more recovery or better recovery. Right. Like, I don't know if you're trying to do something uh, over the course of like if you're just doing a sprint thing, if you're doing a six week like boot camp thing, like shit like that doesn't matter. But if you're doing like a thing that takes a year, like the whole process takes a year, then like if you can squeeze out those little bitty percentages every day, then in the end, the differences are massive. I uh, pot's a waste of money for me. I always go to sleep. Yeah. Oh yeah, eight or whatever it would be. Like it, it, I don't know. You you do it. Forty-five minutes later, I'm asleep. I'm like, I didn't even get high. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. At least you know that, like, 
you've got a very good sleep aid, very cheap and readily available and all that. No joke. There are t- like here's the state that I get in every once in a while. It's like tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's a big day and it starts at 7 a.m. and it's already midnight. I need to sleep now. I need to sleep right now so that I can get seven hours, which is okay. It's not perfect, but it's it's at least acceptable. I am in a hurry to sleep, which keeps me awake. I, I have like I'm trying to sleep as fast as I can, which is like the opposite of how you sleep, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But pot will get you there for me. Mm-hmm. It does help me get sleepier. Yeah. Um, I like the THCO. Um, Never tried it. Yeah. I, I mean, you know. It's just stronger. It's much stronger to me than the, the Delta Eight was, or any of the other like things are. I'm 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 not going to take the time to learn what all of them are or any chemistry because I think it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. I got the if I'm reading the room, THCO is better than pot. Um, I don't know about that because okay. like with I don't know. It's it's like with the THCO. I can only get so high. But with pot, it's like sky's the limit. <laughs> the sky can be the limit if you just keep going, and uh, and so it's almost nicer than pot. And because I don't want to get uncomfortably high often, but occasionally you do. Like I watched Tenet last night. <laughs> I wanted to be uncomfortably <laughs> high for that, do. so I ate <laughs> like a bunch of gummies uh, two hours before, and then I smoked the uh, the THCO um, like vape pens for my the cannabis that everybody makes fun of uh, <laughs> from my gas station. And uh, I was just, man, I watched that whole movie and I think I understood most of it. And I think that that is more than most could say. On I haven't seen movie. that one. Holy shit. Really? And it's complicated. It? Yeah. Is it compared to Prime? I think, I think it's I more complicated movie. and for a very similar reason. I'm not going to spoil this movie for you, but I'll describe it like this. More complicated than Prime? So this movie is a Christopher Nolan movie. I didn't realize you guys hadn't watched it. I thought I was the last one. Um, so no, this is a Christopher Nolan movie that got delayed and delayed and delayed. Um, if you like Christopher Nolan movies like Batman, Interstellar, and stuff like yeah. that, you're going to like this. You have to watch it with subtitles because he's bad at audio mixing for whatever reason. Oh, but, God, I hate that about that guy. Every but, movie. But the main character of this is, uh, I think really? that guy's like yeah. my. <laughs> it's like the guy's name is something Washington. Um, it's this black guy. Denzel. Who in, John no, David. John oh. David Washington. He is like, he is Denzel 2.0.5. Like, 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 okay. like this guy is awesome. He, he has great physicality. He's good looking. Um, he's, he's very good actor. And uh, in this, he is a bit of a mystery character. It is very hard to wrap your head around. Uh, once you're done with the movie, you're definitely going to want to uh, watch at least one or two explaining videos. I've watched a bunch of them since last night, and I, I understand the whole thing, but I would struggle to explain it with any intricacy. Um, so, like, but if you're going to watch it, I will say this. Pay attention to the colors red and the colors blue. Those are very important. And I think if you, if you go in with that in mind, like keeping an eye out for red and blue, help. You'll, 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 you'll grasp on more, more quickly because um, I was – Look, two hours. It's a it's a long movie. Two and a half. Two and a half hours. Yeah, it's like a Lord of the Rings. I was two hours and ten minutes into it, and there was a scene that was happening, and I was just like, "What the fuck is happening right now? What the (laughs) fuck is happening right now?" I'm literally staring at the screen. I'm like, "This is incredible. I got. I I can't let my confusion pull me out of this moment, but I have Mm -hmm. no idea what's happening right now." Um, And I I needed a a YouTuber to do a 3D. Uh, model representation to show me what was happening 
um, in a timeline format with like arrows and diagrams for me to like fully wrap my head around everything because there's so much going on um, within. That sounds like fun. So it's like a, like a thriller. It is a spy thriller. This is right after this. I watched James Bond, the new one. I wanted to do this to like watch them back to back. I've been waiting until they were both like cheap enough to rent for $4. Because it, you know, it's like twenty five dollars. Buy it is your only yeah. option. Because I don't have, I, I haven't stolen. I'm not recently. buying a movie. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Um, because you don't even buy it. You buy access to it that can expire when that company expires. In any case, I watched them back to back. James Bond was bad. I thought, I thought it was like, like I don't know, one, one thumb up, one thumb down. It was Isn't Daniel it was, Craig like fifty. Um, this is his last James Bond. Uh, uh and uh, it, it was also like two and a half hours long. Um, I thought Tenet was a better James Bond movie than James Bond was um, while mixing in some wackadoo crazy sci-fi elements that are ground. I like when sci-fi doesn't require like magic ooze to work, you know, mm. like, like like in Star Trek. It's like, yeah, we got warp power. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we, we transport people. In this, there's just like this one thing that like works in a very particular kind of way. And it's like, we got to stop this one thing. And it, it doesn't, it kind of blows your mind. But at the same time, it's very simplistic, kind of like Primer was. So when you go, when you were watching it, and then when you watched the review, was it a feeling of like, they can't expect people to pick that up? That's not even a clue. Or was it more like, oh, this is well constructed? Or because <clears> like, <throat> Primer, I get that feel too. They're like, oh, um, there will be explainer videos, videos on Primer, and they'll be like, you need to look out for this right here. And it's like, that's not a clue. This is like a, that doesn't even red help. Herring. Yeah, like that, that's not helpful in, in discerning no, it. No, um, so it's Christopher Nolan, and he does a really good job at this. I mean, if you've seen, um, what's the Leo movie where uh, Inception? Sure, you know, how, you know how wild know. Inception was. You know, like, mm-hmm. like he's good. So um, I heard two different reviewers say that there were no plot holes because these guys have both went through this diagram to understand the movie to, uh, to, to such an effect, and then they've dealt with YouTube audiences as well, who would be like, "Hey, what about this? What about that?" And he goes through. He's like, actually. This, that, and the other. Oh, you thought this? Well, go back to here where he said that. It's like, oh, you're dealing with professional here. This guy, this yeah, guy's that, been watching that is this true. movie all a, weekend. A YouTube comment section would have unearthed it to prove him wrong if it yeah. existed. And he was able to defend all the plot holes. So not only is it like this, I'm not going to spoil it anymore. It's a real good movie. Uh, huh. it, it, it'll blow your mind. You'll be confused at times. And you'll want to watch the video that explains it after. Uh, as, as odd as that sounds, I think most people would hate that idea. Like, wait, I'm going to need instructions afterwards. Yeah, but you'll like it. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give this a go. I, I scrolled past it. I mean, I, I didn't oh, want it. Great fight because you have to too. buy it. But that, this will be fun. I just sure. I turned away from two hours and 30 minutes. Because there's um just, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to spoil a scene, but there, there's a there's a good fight scene um with um your protagonist there, and um I liked John it a lot. He's, yeah, um he goes by that in the show. He's like, I'm the protagonist in this story. <laughs> <laughs> Is Robert Pattinson the bad guy? I'm not gonna spoil anything. Oh okay, yeah. Don't 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 even tell me. Don't even. I'm sure nah, there's. You're gonna dig it. I accidentally get the wrong answer. And it better James Bond yeah. than James Bond. And I, although I did think the new James Bond was passable, it was just when, not. The can I change the please. topic? Yeah, yeah, please. When you chew a gummy, are you supposed to really pulverize Doesn't it into matter. nothing? Does it accept? No. Does it impact how quickly you get high? It's gonna melt as no, soon as it gets your so. belly. Okay. Throw one of those in warm water, and it turns to like goo almost instantly. Yeah, or just eat it. 
No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. For example, like like oh, like <laughs> what's happening after you swallow it is what I follow. I, I didn't get it at first either. I'm like, well, I guess if you like gooey water, that's a good idea. I have my edibles, but they're so easy to take. Like, <laughs> introducing diluted nasty water. <laughs> introducing weed water. Gummy like, water. <laughs> some kind of the, the septum piercing and you know, dreadlocks in Colorado telling you how great it is. <laughs> no, no, I'm suggesting that. I was just saying that, like, gummies digest so fast, it's not gonna matter. Um, huh. Oh yeah, I'm I, be I stoned I, by the time we start the hangout. Yeah, when did you take them? Uh, during this. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I no, would I've, never um, do such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just puffing away on my my uh, vape pen over here. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. There was another thing. I, what did I say before? Oh, Ukraine. I, uh, so um, oh, we were yeah. talking last Fill night about in. what's going so, on. So I guess that Russia declared that a few territories in sovereign Ukraine aren't sovereign Ukraine anymore. He was like, ah, this, that, and the other. Uh, y'all are with us now. You wanted to come anyway, so they just. And he's gone ahead and he's he's sent uh, his own peacekeepers in to make sure there's no trouble, which means he's, he's oh, thank which, goodness. Yeah. So 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 he has no, essentially invaded these. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, essentially, he's invaded these areas, and so last night they imposed sanctions on those areas. And Woody was like, "This is bullshit," and I agreed with you. Like I was the one leading the charge that like this is bullshit. What's what's Biden doing here? And 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 Woody was like, "Yeah, he's not even putting sanctions on." Russia. Russia as a whole, he's just doing those areas. Well, today they came up down on Russia as a whole. I guess they they targeted um, two main financial institutions that handle like eighty billion, eighty trillion. I don't know, enormous Jesus amount of Christ. money, eight hundred billion dollars or something like that. Um, it's it's Russia's military bank and then one other. So it affects mm-hmm. like, I'm pretty sure it literally affects like them being able to pay their troops. Like like, like perhaps it's, it's it's we're not doing any transactions. The West isn't. That is with those banks anymore and i think they also targeted um i don't know i wrote it in the message but something else financial oh they cut off like um all um a bunch of the diplomatic like um privileges as well i I used to wonder like what does america get when we say put all these troops in germany what do we get like like what value is there for us to support all these other countries right stuff like that germany france etc this looks like an example of it Germany instantly is like that Nord pipeline that we're going to have, which was going to make it really easy for Russia to sell oil to Europe. That project is done. Just end it. Forget it. The, what we were going to do, I, I'm breaking up with you. Yep. Don't even, don't call me. You're Where are blocked. they getting, uh, are they building a new pipeline then? Yeah, they've uh, been, it's, it's been going uh, for a while. When, yeah. And that project is canceled. And then like what America sanctioning someone is a big deal. But America and all our friends sanctioning someone is an even bigger deal. Now, a few days ago, Russia partnered with China. And, and by the way, you might think, well, they're both communists. Of course they did. No, no. When Russia invaded Crimea, China denounced it. They, had, they were like, you guys suck. We don't want anything to do with you. Historically, China was never Russia's friend until a few days ago where they're like, I can't imagine Russia doing anything wrong. We support them in whatever China they're has, about to do. So they're basically China trying has to similar, their own China, China has similar issues, right? China West. has similar issues in the in, in, in the sea Taiwan. down there. Um, Taiwan and and many disputed islands and, 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 and areas. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they, every inch of that it seems seemingly disputed to one de- degree or another. So, We're going to try um, and steal Japan one of these days. Take it. Japan's, Japan's hard to rape. <laughs> you know, like they, they tend to do the right what I, like, 
I don't know. I, I, I somehow my this is where my mind went on that. They were like, Woody, you're gonna get abducted and raped in Mexico. And I'm like, I'm I feel like I'm the biggest guy I see. <laughs> anyone else? <laughs> like, gonna, it's gonna be a gang rape. <laughs> it, you're like it, you're you're riding your bike through through the Netherlands, and it's like, oh, oh looky, looky here. They five left an American comes out to play. Sven, look at the guy. Let's rape him, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're yeah, pretty yeah. progressive here. We don't even think it's gay and bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually you, American, who's about to be raped, who's going to internalize the shame of being molested by a man. You should we've all had it done. No, not <laughs> here. Yeah, uh, take your pants off and get off the bike. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you want to take over Japan, dude? They're not an easy target. Go pick Taiwan. I I, I saw a clip the other day, and it was um, <laughs> I guess it was some sort. It was their Congress or something, and I guess like it seemingly the guy was about to sign something that would propose um, that they uh, would be able to do preemptive war. You know, because in in, since World War II, uh, they haven't been able to Japan, and uh, like like the guy who was was trying to put forward that idea, and that like a mob of other like senators or whatever representatives, like had him, and it was like the it was like they had found a it was like a pack of baboons had found like <laughs> some other kind of small simian who had <laughs> infiltrated their midst, and they were all just like, Argh! and they just had him. And they were dragging him out of there. And the look on his face was just like, I didn't know you really meant you drag. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't follow. So this was a Japanese senator with other Japanese people doing it. This is an American. That's what the that's there? what the like the, uh, the the title of the gif I okay. was watching said. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I think that like so currently they, they can't start preemptive wars like and they we don't can. want to. And they don't want to. I Although they have much of the military. I can't speak to that. Um, but but I think they do have a military um, and. Uh, you know, when I was I, a kid, they had hardly any military. They weren't allowed to even. Like it was part mm -hmm. of like they kind of detooth them. There's a word for that. Maybe defang neuter. Or, yeah. but uh, they kind of defang Japan and said you can't build an army that does this or that. And um, I I don't have any proof of this. I just feel like those rules have slacked. You know, over I mean, the I, it, it should years. slack. I mean, like right? it's been. Yeah. Multiple human lifetimes, like <laughs> yeah. none of the same people are around. Like, yeah, like, Japan seems that they're well behaved. They're all they're doing is beating so, off to weird eight, porn. Eighty I'm, years, right? Yeah, eighty years. Like everyone involved in that died many years ago. Like they were yeah. an adult eighty years ago. Right. I think there's still a couple left. Yeah, Very but few. it's like it'll be like this guy was. You know, yeah. six. I was four. serving ice creams next to the base. I mean, like <laughs> exactly. the, the people they'll like bring up now are like literal propaganda stories where they'll be like, little G Stevie Johnson snuck aboard this boat and went to Europe to fight the Nazis. He oh. was a mere six. And it's like, it's like, yeah, yeah I can't question it. <laughs> it's a war propaganda story. <laughs> or like those Russian uh, stories will be like, this is confirmed female sniper with nine billion kill. <laughs> and it's like, no, but there wasn't. Like they just, that was a propaganda thing. Like back yeah. in the day, you'd think a female sniper might, it might be good cover. What do you mean? I just feel like, so one ability would be if you could like just pretend the cops are chasing you, Kyle. If you run from the cops, they're like, that's the guy we're chasing. But if you just blend in with the crowd, you might get away. 
a female sniper might have a similar thing. Like, what? A sniper? No, I'm a girl. I'm a girl. I just love yeah. this crow's nest. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, just take you off just your to, little sniper outfit. What and, are you doing in this around? region of Poland, ma'am? You clearly have a Eastern Ukrainian accent. What's that rifle doing there? And then there's dog tags <laughs> with your name on them. All right, all right. Why are you with the rest of these army men? <laughs> you kind of caught a red-handed in that situation, but I, I you get what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's a good cover. It, it, hey, why did you, you shoot me? Put that gun down. I'm, I'm starting to think you're a sniper. Sorry, I'm just I'm just a girl at five misfire. <laughs> the One more misfire, and man, man we're going to how about, how about Apollonia, and we forget about this. Oh, no, it's Mickey Mouse. Stern gun safety course. <laughs> if you misfire, but once more. <laughs> I mean, like if I were a sniper in a tower in Stalingrad, like. Because they weren't confirming kills. Like, you think a sniper in Stalingrad, they're being sieged? Boom. Yes! Let me run out there real quick. I'm going to sprint over there, check the tank. You, I come down from that tower. If nobody's keeping an eye on me, I am making baffling claims. Like, <laughs> like thousands killed, hundreds killed. I'm like, I'm throwing caches of, of ammo off the tower so I can claim I fired them all and then, and then I, I, I took them down. I'm still in this casing. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are booby trapped. <laughs> I couldn't use those ones. It's like, um, yeah, I just guesstimate. But anyway, I know we have a hangout, so we should wrap. Yeah. All right. It was a good show, I thought. PKN 392.